Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Takedown Talk. I'm Bob Matthews, your host, and in this podcast, you get to know some of your favorite wrestlers, coaches, and characters of the sport from both Pennsylvania and New Jersey a little bit better. And with me today, two-time Pennsylvania State Champion, now Andrew Cernigli of Notre Dame Green Pond, the Crusader double state champ, man. How's yeah. that sound? Um, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's one of those things you look at when you're a little kid, oh, I want to be that, and to actually be that, it's, it's awesome. Now, I remember you when you were a little kid, mm-hmm. when you were a youth wrestler wrestling for Nazareth Blue, when you wrestled in the Valley Elementary Wrestling League yep. Championships, and we you know, broadcast your matches on the Blue Ridge BRC TV 13 and Service Electric. And it was neat to see you, I mean, Sammy Sasso, yeah. you know, Mikey Labriola, all these guys who came up through the youth program go on to big things. You in high school, you will obviously... Mm-hmm. You know, end up doing big things in the Naval Academy. Congratulations yeah. on that, by the Thank way. You. But you know, it's really great to see how you guys develop and where you end up. And you know, for you, who was your biggest inspiration? You know, when you were a youth wrestler, who got you into wrestling when you were a young kid? Um, no one in particular got me into wrestling. I mean, growing up in Nazareth, it's it's a town that eats, breathes, and sleeps wrestling. Um, so it was just kind of like one of those things everybody wrestled when they're little. So that's kind of what got me into it. And, I mean, it just snowballed from there. For you, when you got up through the youth program, you know, in your Nazareth Blue, you guys won some youth championships. Mm-hmm. And I know you won tournaments when you were a young guy. And then you had a really good freshman year at Nazareth High School. Yeah. And you wrestled with some outstanding young men. Talk about that experience a little bit. Um, it's definitely awesome having those guys as role models. And you're walking off the mat, you know, Sammy Sasso, Brock Wilson, Cade Wilson, all those guys, Travis Stefanik helping you, giving you advice. I mean, especially as a 14, 15-year-old kid, it, it means a lot. You talk about it means a lot, right? You watch Travis mm-hmm. now at Princeton and yeah. Sammy out at Ohio State and, you know, Brock up there at, at uh, I guess he was at Harvard. Yeah, he was at Harvard. Yeah, and so, I mean, these guys went on big colleges, big things, and yeah. as you look up now, what are you, 17 years old? 18. 18 years old, and you look at those guys and you see what they're doing. Do you have some appreciation, and, and are you thankful for their help and their guidance? Oh, absolutely. I mean, everybody plays a little bit here and there, um, and a lot of those kids are just they're awesome to be on the team. They're encouraging, and especially freshman year when I was out with some injuries, they're, they're always like, when are you coming back, and like excited to have me there. Now, was that the frustrating thing for you? Because I know when you went to Nazareth, you had success as a mm-hmm. freshman, then you got banged up a little bit, but then your sophomore year, you got banged up a lot, yeah. and you wanted to get back in the lineup, and you were hurt, and those, those kinds of things. Was that frustrating for a young guy like you who had all that potential, but you couldn't stay healthy? Yeah, I mean, definitely. It's, it's one of those things you, you just want to wrestle, and you feel like all you know is wrestling, and you're not being allowed to do that because of some injuries. It takes a toll on you. I mean, it's it sucks, especially when... You're that young. You don't really understand it quite yet. Um, but everything happens for a reason, and it, it, it'll make you much better in the end if you can push through that. Now, I was talking to Lenny Pinto and Patrick mm-hmm. Noonan, who Lenny won a state championship. Yeah. Patrick came in second. They both had an outstanding career yes. and uh, you know postseason, mm-hmm. and Lenny has one more year. But we were talking about those kinds of things that make you stronger. You yeah. learn so much from a loss. Mm-hmm. You learn more from a loss than you do a win sometimes. And I guess the same thing holds true with, with injuries. Yeah. And what to do, what not to do, how to train, how to try to stay a little more healthy and, and those kinds of things. Yeah. Has, has that been pretty much the case for you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, where there's a valley, there's a peak following. Um, it's There's been so many instances I can look back in my career and say, 
oh, I was down here, but I rebounded. I mean, this year, Iron Man, then Beast of the East. Um, it's those little, I mean, they seem big in the moment, losses, injuries, or what, whatever they are. But what matters is how you come back from those and just keep improving, trying to improve, and that's what you have to do. Now, for you, coming into this season, I know you won a state championship mm -hmm. last year out here at Notre Dame as a junior. Had to feel really, really good for Notre Dame yeah. to get a champ. I mean, this is where I went to school, wrestled here a little bit, and then uh, Mark Carell was our only state champ yeah. for the longest time, just an outstanding young man, mm -hmm. and became a Tasty Cake driver and became the most popular guy <laughs> in the whole Lehigh Valley. And uh, one of the nicest people you ever wanted to yeah. meet, you know, and it was nice to finally get some more state champs now. Ryan last year, you last yep. year, now Ryan and you again this year. How important was that, you know, with that first state championship? Was there a lot of pressure or did you not feel that much pressure just out there doing the best you could and, and winging it? Uh, I don't think there was any pressure because I didn't wrestle my sophomore year, so um, I wasn't coming off anything that held me accountable. I was just there wrestling and trying to do as well as I could. So no expectations. Yeah, no expectations, just going out there, having fun, and excited to be there. Now, with you in that year, your junior year, when did you start to realize, oh, okay, because you guys started to wrestle some really mm -hmm. tough tournaments, but when did you start to realize, you know what, I might have a pretty darn good year here? Um, I think around, I mean, last year Ironman was a little rough for me. I think I went 1-2 and two or 2-2. Two and two. Had a little bit of issue with some weight cut, but then once we hit Beast of the East, I took fourth. I beat some good kids. I'm like, all right, let's get things rolling here. And then went through the whole season, had one little minor fall at the end, but towards the end, I should say. But ultimately, came out with the victory. Right. And then when you were out there at Hershey last year, how did that feel? Were you nervous? Were you in awe of the size of the facility and some of the wrestlers you were being surrounded, you know, you yeah. were surrounded with at the time? I mean, I'm definitely a little nervous. Um, anytime you go out on that giant center mat in front of all those people, it, it gets to you a little bit. I don't care who you are. If you say you're not nervous, you're lying. Right. Um, and a lot of people, I mean, but it's a fun environment. Uh, I mean, last year was a little more nerves considering what happened to the weekend prior. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Gabe Miller ended up he ended up pinning me, and then I ended up winning fourteen zero. So I just I was more nervous just to wrestle and not give up points at that time. So it was it's kind of like a happy medium. But once I got out there and you start wrestling, everything just washes away. Now at regionals, when you did get get pinned, I mean, did. All of a sudden, you're like, what the heck happened? And yeah. then I know the devastation set in, and you're probably down on yourself and beating yourself up. But mm -hmm. how were you able to rebound and kind of just wrap your head around it and get back into action and, and get a positive mindset? Um, I think just coming back in the room that Monday afterwards and just coming back and working hard and trying to get a good practice under my belt, get feeling good again. Because you go through a loss like that, you're a kid who's higher, high ranked in the state, and you get pinned, and you're like, well, maybe I'm not that good. Just coming back and feeling good, forgetting about it. I didn't really do anything wrong that match. It was just kind of a brain fart. And yeah, got caught, yeah. yeah, just got caught and just coming back the next week and working hard, knowing that you've done everything you can and you have to keep doing everything you can and just working hard and everything will pan out. Now, I know Coach Veers always talks about, all right, you lose, you got a day to sulk about it, then it's time to get mm -hmm. back into the room and get to work. Yeah, I mean, he's very big by that. Sometimes you do need that day just to 
relax and refresh. Um, I mean, I did that yesterday, considering we have the Dapper Dan coming up this weekend. Um, but that day to relax, refresh, and then coming in Monday with a fresh mind is a game changer. You don't want to just keep beating yourself, beating yourself. Sometimes you need that reset in order to take an extra five steps instead of one. Right. Now, I know Coach uh, Dave Kroll, who you wrestled for early on in your career, he has a way to per, you know, prepare wrestlers yeah. for a long, grueling season, how he starts them out a little lighter in the beginning, and then yep. you work up, work up, work up. You peak, then you tail off a little bit, then you work up yes. again at the end. Coach Fears have a similar type of regimen, or does he have a different kind of philosophy? Um, I mean, all coaches want the wrestlers to do the best at the end of the year. Right. Um, they're both kind of similar. We They work hard, 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 and if someone's, like, struggling – We'll kind of like taper off a little bit, but then if we're feeling good, we'll go back hard again. Like it's it's one of the things. It's not consistent. It's more on how the kids feel based on performance. Based on performance, exactly. Um, so it all depends. <laughs> I mean, from what I realized, Coach Kroll's was a little more structured, and he was very methodical with his. Where we're kind of. You feel it out. You feel it out. So, I mean, they're different, but both ending with the same goal. And both outstanding men and outstanding coaches. Yes, 100%. Yeah, definitely. All right. So now you had a pretty good season other than the one hiccup earlier in the year out at, um, you know, the Ironman. Mm -hmm. You bounced back beautifully from that, and it was a great match. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I thought to myself, all right, Andrew's really going to do some damage nationally. Yeah. People now, he had a great year Mm -hmm. last year, but this is the year you're going to get noticed. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Ryan Crookham has had that notoriety for the yeah, last couple of years. You know, he came in highly touted as a freshman, and you worked into it and caught everybody's attention in your junior year. Yeah. And then this year, when you had that tough loss to the Ironman, you came bouncing back with that big beast win. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, oh, Andrew Cerniglia. Okay, that's the kid we got to watch out for. I know he's a state champ, but this could be, a, you know, a marquee year yeah. for him. You know, did you feel like that after you had that close loss out there at Ironman and coming back? Did you feel like you were going to have a huge year? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was feeling good all all fall. I mean, especially since I was committed to the school, there's no pressure, like just going out, wrestling, wrestling to the best of your ability. Right. Um, not really cutting weight this year. That played a big part in it. Yeah, what? You could, you were at 145 last year. Yeah. How much did you have to cut? Uh, f- last year, about 70 pounds this year, like, Virtually like nothing. Right. I was three pounds under the final day of states weigh-ins. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, I wrestled Ironman. Yeah, I was upset. I lost a, a dumb mistake on my part that pretty much threw away the match. Um, but yet again, I had a great tournament. I put myself out there, got my name up there, and just kept kept going. I mean, like you said. Beast of the East, I just kept rolling, beat some, two tough kids there, and, I mean, it's just been snowball ever since. Right. And and your style is let it fly kind of a style, yeah. <laughs> where, where you don't sit back and, you know, you go you win one nothing yeah. or 2-1 or 3-1. You come out and you go right from the whistle. You just come out and, you know, Andrew's coming right at you. Yeah. Is, is I, that your philosophy? You just go and just go for the full definitely. six? Definitely. I mean, just, just try to score as many points as possible as early on. Um I'm a big proponent of getting the first eight down. I think that's a big mental hump that people have to get over. If you can get that first eight down, it takes a toll on that guy mentally pretty pretty hard. Um, 
So I liked to really just go, 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 and wherever you end up, you end up. Right. Now, for you this year, talk about go, go, go. You win districts, you win regionals mm -hmm. rather easily, and then all of a sudden you meet a young man in the state finals, yeah. and Dane Lawrence of Frazier, two-time state champ. You know, you're a one-time state champ up until that point. He's highly touted. You're highly touted. You go you go right after him. You take him down, let him up, take him down again, yeah. let him up. Next thing you know, you put him on his back, and everybody's like, oh, my God. You know, so you had that really fast mm -hmm. start. Unfortunately, though, your match ended up being probably the most talked about and controversial of the weekend. Yeah, it did, was. Did that surprise you? Um, a little bit. I mean, you never know if some these PIAA officials out of the state tournament can be... Inconsistent? Inconsistent, yes. Um it's it's a shame that it has to come like come down to that um especially in a state final match uh but definitely it was it was an awesome match wrestling with Thane is is fun my last two periods weren't my proudest moments but yeah, what were you think i mean up eight four you know you seemed to be in control mm -hmm. you seemed to be able to take him down when you wanted to and then when he got on top he was pretty tough and he was a hammer on yeah top. he was very good on top yeah did you think uh oh. Okay, I better I better start rethinking. You know how I'm going to wrestle this second period. Yeah, I, for your mind. I really think I went into survival mode. I'm like, okay, I got a big lead. I can sit here. When in reality, that was probably the last thing I should have done. I should have kept scoring. I mean, right? Because that's not your style. It's that's not, not your mo. It's not, and I think a lot of people saw that. Like, hey, this kid kind of just stopped wrestling. Um, I know. I I came off the mat. And I wasn't happy with myself because I'm like. It's not really the way I want to win a state title. But, I mean, I wrestled the first period. And that Fortunately, that was enough to get me through. Um, but it's a learning moment. I mean, you walk away. I did that wrong. Next time, you fix it. Right. Now, when, when he had you and he was trying to lock up, mm -hmm. you know, kind of come across and wrap, bring you back for the yeah. cradle. But the way you were, and we were up really high. Mm -hmm. We were up on the fifth floor, yeah. so I could see everything. And the way you were like sprawled out like that and the way you were balanced i i didn't think that he was going to be able to turn you no did you feel like he was he could have turned you no if it would have gone another everybody said oh, it should have gone at least another 30 seconds because he had a you know working towards a yeah combination. i mean i can understand the the whole argument of calling stanley when he has a pinning combination but i wasn't going over i mean i don't i'm usually not the type of kid to get turned i'll fight for however long I need to I'll get choked out or whatever um but I had his hips posted back and everything I'm like there there was no way I was going over okay and then you know for you I mean afterwards did he say anything to you did you say anything to him or is it just one of those you know you win 11-8 it's like okay whew, all right that was a yeah. tough second and third period I probably like you said mm -hmm. should have done some things differently but by then you had your hand raised and then the crowd you know, booed and yeah. I was, and I mean, nothing against you, nothing against Dane, nothing against the officials, but the crowd has to come on, man. They're high school kids, right? yeah. They're doing their best, and I just think booing like that is uncalled for. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a touchy subject from there. Um, obviously, I don't think they were directed towards me. I think they're directed towards the official. Um, the part that sucks is when you get on the podium and they boo you. Yeah. I mean, being a high school kid, that kind of hits hard <laughs> kind of stung a little bit yeah i mean i didn't really feel it's the next day i'm like damn like these people just booed me when i got on the podium but i don't think it was so much you and i and i did a lot of thinking and yeah. we had a lot of discussions along the media tables mm -hmm. and press row and, and everything about that 
and people were telling me it's more so that the Catholic schools have that stigma where, yeah. quote unquote, they recruit. And I think that that's what they were booing. It wasn't Andrew Cernigli. Yeah. I think they were booing the Catholic schools mm -hmm. and they were taking out their frustration. Yeah. Way. I mean, yeah, it, it sucks, but I mean, you got to go through it, right? right, Pe right people right. are going to be people and you just got to keep moving on. Yeah, you got to grow the thick skin. Mm -hmm. Now, have you talked to Thane since then at all or texted him? Uh, not really. I mean, we said good match. I mean, we're pretty cordial, nothing crazy. So, right. I mean, that's pretty much it. Now, you and Thane could end up meeting if Lehigh meets Navy. And yeah. You guys are at the same weight class. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see what weight I go next year, what weight he goes. Um, But, yeah, it's definitely that rivalry could still be alive the next yeah. four years yeah and, and you're a great kid and mm -hmm. he seemed like a great yeah. kid so hopefully everything you know over the course of time gets settles down yeah and people don't make as big a you know big a deal mm -hmm. as they did over this weekend all right for you now naval academy what made you lean towards my dad was in the navy mm -hmm. my sister was in the navy for 22 years so what made you pick the naval academy uh definitely i like the regiment part of the academy you go there and you have stuff to do right away. I mean, you're not giving breaks, nothing. And it just allows these kids to really work towards a common goal. Everybody's there doing the same thing. Everybody wants to be an officer. Um, so, I mean, it's something I just went there and I felt it. And it's something that just hits home and you're like, okay, I want to be a part of this. Okay. When did you make the decision? Before this year then? Yeah, I, uh, sometime this summer. I forget what month, but around midsummer. So it takes a lot of discipline. So you seem like you have that. Wrestlers, I think, yeah. have an advantage, a leg up already on the discipline. Mm -hmm. So I think you'll be okay. Yeah, it's, I mean, wrestling definitely is one of those things. It's If you're a good wrestler, or I should say any wrestler, for for that means you're disciplined. I mean, it, it this sport teaches so many things, but I think discipline is by far one of the most valuable things it can teach you. I think it can help you become a better man, a better yes. woman. It really can. Mm -hmm. All right, now for you. Pittsburgh Classic. Yeah. All of a sudden, you win your second state championship, and they're like, hey, uh, Andrew, why don't you come out and wrestle <laughs> you know, the best kid in the country, yeah. number one kid. How'd that make you feel? Uh, it felt pretty good. Um, I mean, I remember always watching when I was little, and to actually go out there and be in it, it's, it's pretty unreal. Yeah. I like when they call it the Dapper Dan. I thought yeah. that was kind of cool. that, That's what I always call it. Yeah. Everybody calls it the Pittsburgh Wrestling Classic, or I'm like, no, it's the Dapper Dan. Yeah, let me tell you, and the, and the, the men and women who run that do an outstanding job. Yeah. They're quality people, mm -hmm. love the sport, love the kids, make sure you have a great experience. Yeah. You're going to love that. Yeah. You're going to really it, love that. I was just looking at the itinerary uh, yesterday, and, I mean, they got everything planned out for you, practices, meals. I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. I'm, I'm being treated pretty nicely here. Yeah, you are. Mm -hmm. You are, because you're the best. You're with the best of the best. Yeah. You are the best of the best. So. <laughs> How's it feel, though, facing the number one kid in the nation? Is that going to be a fun test for you to kind of gauge where you are? Definitely. I mean, I've never wrestled Keegan O'Toole. Um, I think it's going to be a fun match. I mean, it's not really any pressure. Just go out there, wrestling. That's pretty much all it is. All right, now let's have, have some fun here. I know it's fun talking mm -hmm. about wrestling. Yeah. Let's talk about fun stuff, food, right. okay? Yeah, oh, food. food. <laughs> what, what, what's your favorite in-season food and your favorite out-of-season food? <sighs> probably it's the same thing. It's probably steak. I, I love a good steak. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Did I'm, your dad and mom take you out for steak after states? No, actually, I had a steak dinner on Friday night before the night before the finals. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Nice. 
and then you get your all your protein and yep. all that kind of stuff and you get that extra energy and exactly so see, you could do a commercial. You could say, steak helped me win a second yeah. state championship. <laughs> I could. Yeah. Come talk to the National Meat Council. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Favorite junk food. All right. Do you, do you like like the salty stuff? Do you like I, sweet stuff? I'm like definitely Oreos? a sweets man. I, I love my like, gummy candy. I like, I like gummy bears, gummy worms. You name it, I probably like it. All that stuff that's not good for your teeth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now. Who's your closest friend in and around the sport? In and around the sport. Um, Maybe I, I shouldn't bring that up because I don't want you to alienate your oh, buddies. No, no. Andrew, you're Andrew my you're buddy, fine. You know? uh, I'm really close with Connor Herzig from Nazareth. I mean, we grew up together. His dad was my coach in midgets and my middle school coach. Um, him and I have just been really good friends for many years. And he did a great job he coming did. back to take third. I mean, he did. And the kids he beat were tough kids. Yes, I mean, he did. that was a heck of a road yeah. coming back to win it third. It was. And people forget, you know, how tough it is. You know, sometimes a kid will lose a, a quarterfinal or preliminary match mm -hmm. and then they wrestle all the way back for third. There's a lot That's of a matches. Prize. It is. That's Absolutely. And he's a nice kid. He's also he going to Lehigh. Yep. So I'll be able to, you know, because I do the Lehigh mm -hmm. public address announcements, you know, or announcing during the wrestling yeah. season. So I'll be able to do Connor's matches yeah. too. He's so awesome. Fun. Yeah, he's a nice kid, real nice kid. All right, someday if you get married, I know it's a way for yeah. right now. How many kids you want? Probably two. I mean, I have an older sister, and that's it, and I kind of like that dynamic, so probably two. Okay. Would you make them wrestle? Yes, 100%. <laughs> Most people are like, yeah, I'll let them choose what they want to do. Let's see. And I, 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 Andrew's I like, yes. To be multi-sport athletes, especially right. when they're younger. Um who knows? Maybe wrestling is not for him, right. but I definitely want him to wrestle. You want him to try? Yeah. Okay, favorite subject in school? Ooh. Um, Physical education. <laughs> yeah, that's probably everybody's. Um, I like I like math. I mean, I'm a problem solver and kind of like the sequential style of solving stuff. Um, so, yeah. Math. Okay, least favorite? English. Wow, I, I, really? I, I am not. Favorite. I am not a reading, writing person at all. Um, I'm just more math inclined. So, yeah. my my worst is my least favorite. <laughs> yeah, my wife is like that. My mm -hmm. wife is is the math numbers genius. I'm the English, you know, yeah. history kind of guy. All right, if you're a president, what would you change? Ooh, I don't know. Because um, you're in the Naval Academy. I mean, you know, who knows? You could be president one day. Yeah. That, that that's a long ways away um <laughs> i don't know i i feel like there's a lot of stuff that could be changed oh i'll change one rule uh catholic schools can wrestle girls <laughs> that, now that's a diocese yeah. thing but yeah, yeah. i know i, know I, I don't that. think the diocese is gonna go against the president of the united states <laughs> okay all right there you go i like that one yeah all right are you a good little brother yeah i i, I think i am all right i hope so yeah. i I, I keep in touch with my sister. She's at school at uh, NYU. Um, we talk every now and then. Um, she comes home every uh, every couple weekends, so I see her a bunch. And her and I have a good dynamic. Okay, what's your favorite sport other than wrestling? Uh, definitely motocross. Uh, I um, Yeah, it's something different. My dad and I have always liked it when growing up. I rode dirt bikes when I was little. So it's it's a different sport than wrestling, and... It's nice because they're crazy athletes, they're tough, and I can kind of relate to that. Okay. Now, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? I am a stubborn son of a gun. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I'm very stubborn. Um, 
You can ask my parents. They'd tell you in a heartbeat. Um, so that's probably for sure. I need to learn to open up a little bit. Okay. All right, my friend. <laughs> Hey, Andrew Siniglia joining me for uh, several minutes here, and what a, what a great young man, and so proud of him, and proud of all the young yeah. men and women who did such a great job in the throughout the season and the postseason. So, Andrew, thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Takedown Talk. Now, please join me next week when we head outside the circle to learn more about your favorite wrestlers and coaches and maybe even some area sports writers like Brad, uh, Brad Wilson or Tommy Hauschnick, and join me. Whenever I get get around to this, this is tough to put all this together, yeah. but we do it. And I want to thank my buddy Kevin Hardy, the executive producer, to, for helping out with this Harbo production. Real original, right? Hardy yeah. and Bob, right? Yeah. Anyway, enjoy the rest of your day or night, and remember, never let anyone take you down.